Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Uh, markets, the S&P 500, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average, and the NASDAQ, and the Russell 2000 are all trading higher today. Of note, the NASDAQ's in record territory, as is the S&P 500. The S&P 500 a couple days ago was playing with 3,400. Now it's playing with 3,500. A little weakness in gold. I think one of the bigger stories today is that Abbott Labs has said they've got a test that's pretty darn good at seeing if you've got the COVID or not. And it does it in 15 minutes or less. And it costs five bucks. Now we can throw away all the other COVID tests we had because that sounds good to me. The ones where they're swabbing your nose and they're coming back in two days or three days or four days. The one where they're like, we should do batch testing. We should do solo testing. Uh, This sounds like a breakthrough. Again, not a doctor. But I can tell you that the airlines are rock and roll. And American Airlines, Delta Airlines, Southwest Airlines, Hawaiian Airlines, um, all moving higher. All moving higher on this news. Big time. I hate quoting uh, Trump. I quoted Bush as well. Remember, Bush would make up words. Um, but this is bigly, <laughs> as Trump would say. This is bigly. I don't even know what that means. Um, so I, that's a good story. That's, that's a good story. Jerome Powell's talking about inflation issues and how he wants to not judge one reading as the let's start raising interest rates. He kind of wants to blend some averages. And I, I can't digest the bottom line of it for you. I wish I could. It's just not coming out at me, but it's a new framework for looking at average inflation. And this is ultimately going to keep rates lower longer. But again, the Fed says we are going to be paying attention to it. So maybe they'll change their mind, but it, it seems a tool that should enable cheaper money. Growth stocks are taking a little bit of a breather. Breather. Microsoft is up almost 4% on the news that it looks like they're the front runner for the TikTok sweepstakes. Yeah. Companies like J.P. Morgan are doing lovely today. The big financial companies, small financial companies. Ten-year treasuries up to 72 basis points. Gold's down. Uh, two-year treasuries at 13 basis points. So the spread between the two-year and the ten-year is getting wider, and that makes the banks happy. To be quite honest with you, it makes the banks happy. It gives them an operating environment that's a lot easier for them to work within and thus potentially make more money. 
I've learned how to couch every word I throw out there. So Abbott Labs received FDA emergency use authorization for its 15-minute COVID-19 antigen test. And it plans to sell for $5. I'll buy that for $5. I don't know. Is he, have you ever had anything that was worth $5? And you're like, ooh, this is a great value. Well, how about a COVID test? Wall Street likes I like that one. Taking a look at the markets today. Um, the COVID test is a big story. And then the Federal Reserve is another big story. We could almost turn out the lights and go to bed on that news. AMC Entertainment is leading theater stocks higher today ahead of Tenet. Tenet is a new Christopher Nolan movie. I'm not a much of a director. I think he did the Batman. Not the Batman, but a Batman movie. He's also done some big epic sci-fi thrillers. And this looks like a big epic sci-fi thriller. Um, it's going to open at over 300 locations. Okay. AMC announced the opening of 170 theaters yesterday, so it's up to 300. The second wave of reopenings is part of a phase plan in the United States. And Warner Brothers has said, you know, we're going to phase this movie out slowly. And we're starting to get a little bit more information on it. Tomorrow there's a movie called Marcus. It's going to reopen. Um, Marcus is not a movie. It's a company. Uh, they've got theaters and movie taverns. I like the idea of a movie tavern. It sounds like fun. I haven't been to one, but it sounds like fun. So theaters are showing strength. That COVID test should be able to get us on planes, but it should also be able to get us in schools. If it's $5, now again, do we have to set up a point of a healthcare system at the schools? Uh, maybe. But that seems better than homeschooling. Uh, so the, the theaters are opening back up. Airlines are, are doing well. What's next? Cruises? Mm. Right? Do you see how this is positive? How some of the things that have been absolute losers could turn into, this is very interesting news, Robert. Very interesting. Oracle's moving a little bit higher. The company's soon going to bid $20 billion for the TikTok assets. The CEO of TikTok last night quit. You know why? He said, I wasn't involved in talks with Microsoft, Twitter, Snap, or Oracle. What up with that? I quit. The NBA is talking about potentially canceling its season between the Clippers and the Lakers. They said, yeah, we don't feel what's going on with racial injustice. We, I don't think we should be focusing on the glory of our sport. We should be focusing on the disgrace of uh, black justice in the United States. I'm putting words in the NBA players' mouths, but that seems to be about their point. Would that be a blow, or would we go, eh, it's okay, we'll be back next year, COVID's over. COVID's not over, but having a test helps. Novavax has said we should have a vaccine in December. It, that's when we're going to submit uh, FDA approval. And the FDA, if any recent history is telling, will do a rapid approval. If the data looks kind of right and you're not seeing people grow frogs out of their heads, you're going to see a pretty fast approval. How fast can it be made? Don't ask Kodak to uh, manufacture them. Uh, the whole financial complex is moving higher today. This is a very, very positive day. And when I look at the markets, it's not, it's not like up 1,000 points. Woo! We're not that crazy. It's more subdued, but again, I, I'm not going to poo-poo this story about uh, financials. Hartford Financials up 4.4%, Travelers up 4.2%, Synchrony Financial up 3.2%, JP Morgan, uh, Chase 
up 2.9%. Chub. I just like saying the word chub. They're a financial company as well. They're up 2.7% American Express. They're hitting a two-week high. Now, again, have they recovered all their losses? No. Are they Facebook, Amazon, Google, uh, Microsoft? No. They're not at all-time highs. They, they, they needed people to be in the economy. Whereas we've kind of learned Facebook doesn't really need people at their offices, nor does Apple. Walmart and SoftBank are looking to purchase TikTok. That seems weird. Every now and then we get something that's just odd. Uh, Amazon's got a new device called the Halo. It's going to collect information about your weight. It's going to give information about your overall wellness. Um, it's a body feature mechanism that, that's going to help judge your health. Everyone's getting into Apple Watches, Google Watches, healthcare watches, and we're getting more and more sensors. So Amazon's like, we want in that game. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. Take a look at some other stories out there. July pending home sales up 5.9%. Very bullish number. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Taking a look at the markets on a daily basis, or we could talk about how much money do you need for retirement, or we could talk about inflation costs. One of the stories that's out there today that it's really tough to put a lot of traction on because we don't know how big or small it is. But Amazon has unveiled Halo to battle Apple Watch and Fitbit. Tracks activity, tracks body fat, tracks emotion. Um, The big tech companies are continuing to get more and more powerful with the information they have on us of which Apple's new operating system, iOS 14, has an opt-in feature for allowing the app to follow you. You have to turn it on. Facebook said this could materially hurt our business. They make a lot of money tracking you. The other day I picked up a new computer, did some shopping online for it, right? I jump on Facebook, I'm like, wow, that's the same exact computer I was looking at. But I wasn't looking at it on Facebook, I was looking at it on you know, Chrome or, or something. So if Apple is able to turn that off, and they are, because I'm using the operating system, that could be a big blow to Facebook. Walmart's teaming up with Microsoft on the TikTok bid, it looks like. Interesting, but back to Amazon. They've introduced a wristband for health and fitness tracking called Halo. There will be a subscription service and a smartphone app. It brings new offerings, including technology to track people's body fat percentages, sleep temperature, and their emotional state. It's their most significant move into wearables, which is a $52 billion market this year. Now, Amazon's hardware business, eh, do you remember the first time you saw one of their iPads? You're like, it's not as good as Apple's. But slowly but surely, they've done a pretty nice job. Uh, The Echo Smart Speaker, the Fire TV streaming video devices, the Alexa Voice Assistant, Halo's its first real shot at capturing a piece of that wearable market, as best I can tell. 
Now, Amazon said we were going to be private about the information we gather on you, but how do you feel about that? Californians are a little bit on the paranoid side when it comes to information gathering about us. Now, I like what Amazon's doing, and I further like this move. Remember probably a couple years ago now, they said, we're going to team up with J.P. Morgan and Berkshire Hathaway to create what's known as Amazon Care. And we want to transform employer health care. It has a wealth and wellness team under Alexa, its voice assistants, as well as a group focused on COVID-19. There's a secretive research and development arm of Amazon that's doing a moonshot that's being called the Grand Challenge. Amazon's gotten into delivering pills, which is pretty interesting. The whole Trump mess with the post office, are we going to ruin our elections or not? I don't know, but packages are getting slower and slower delivered. And the people I fear are people like my mother who used to get pills sent to her in the mail. She couldn't drive. The kid's going to be there every week to, you know, go get a new prescription of this or that. So we had a mail to her. But Amazon's getting into all of this. Do you see why Amazon's roaring higher? Now, the Halo, um, how do I say this? It's not quite a watch, but it's, uh, it tracks your fitness, and it looks you wear it on your wrist. We saw that Fitbit yesterday came out with something called Sense, S-C-N-S-E, and that, in theory, could track your emotions. Huh. Interesting. It gets even more interesting when you're like, well, it could track your heart and could tell you that you're stressed. Maybe you should take a chill pill before you have a heart attack. Would you pay more for that than you would for wireless internet? Probably not today, but as you get older, you would. There's going to be a sleep score as, on top of it. I hear CFP Chad Burton complain about his, his sleep patterns. Um, will Amazon do as good of a job as Apple does with their software? Because the Apple Watch, you close rings. Amazon Halo uses a point system. It's trying to set 150 points for a week, and you're going to get points for intensive exercise, but you also get points for sleeping well. I think I could pass that one. I'm a pretty good sleeper, right? Uh, tone is an optional feature that listens to your voice throughout the day and analyzes the information. So tone can be part of it. Um, it's going to show times that you're feeling energetic, hopeful, and hesitant. Um, a tense conversation at work would be maybe you could also see your heartbeat getting up and then you get kind of relaxed a little bit later. But anyway, um, they're going to use three dimensional rendering of the body to show you your problems with weight and body fat percentages where I don't know if I want to see that on an app. Um, but it, it'll be an interesting tool and hats off to Amazon for continuing to push the envelope. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell is outlining a new policy framework for an average inflation target that should keep rates lower, longer. Should. No guarantees. Um, Abbott Labs is a big gainer today. FDA granted emergency use of authorization of its 15-minute COVID-19 antigen test. Um, the airlines are all moving higher on that news. And I think what, and I'm going to give Jim Cramer credit for saying this because I didn't say it. He said, it's time to sell the things that worked during COVID, and it's time to buy the things that didn't work. Now, I'm putting words in his mouth, and I hate that. 
but it's out there. Uh, financials are, are leading the markets higher today. I like that. I like a little bit of uh, everyone's a winner. I'm not a carnival barker, but everybody is a winner. Doesn't feel that bad. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. That's robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Fed Chairman Powell has unveiled efforts to target higher inflation. I'll be honest with you, I'm a little underwhelmed, but also I'm not getting the nuances of it yet. So when I get off work today, I'm going to spend some time reading through his whole speech. Unveiling a new framework of thinking for the central bank, trying to tolerate inflation moderately above 2%. Goldilocks plays on Wall Street at times. Not too hot, not too cold. Just right. Um, Did Goldilocks break into the bear's house? Were we endorsing burglars as children? We kind of were. And then she ate their food. Anyway, you don't even want me to get there. Someone breaks in my house, eats my food, sleeps in my bed. I'm going to be a little bit pissed off. But inflation is one of the things we want some of it, but not too much and not too little. We want some of it. Too little and it could lead to deflation. Too much it could lead to we can't afford that. So he's targeting inflation. He said he's acknowledged the painful lessons of runaway inflation in the 1970s. He's warned that the persistence of low inflation over the last eight years risks new economic difficulties. Um, He's trying to listen to us and try to figure out where inflation becomes a pain point. So he's speaking today. And ultimately, what I'm going to get out of that is you have a Fed who's going to keep rates lower longer. I thought the market would have reacted more positive to it, but maybe a little bit of it was built in. So we know that coins have been in a shortage during COVID. We know that Clorox wipes have been a problem. At one point, toilet paper seemed to be a problem, but that seems to have worked itself out. Now we're hearing pizza shops. You know, I talked about... Uh, Papa John's being up over 100% and just an amazing run since March, especially if you're using leverage. Pizza shops are complaining that they're paying higher prices for pepperoni. Back in January, they were at $2.87. Now they're at $4.12 a pound. A New York City pizza shop is paying about $6 a pound. Now, as a child, I loved pepperoni pizzas. As I got a little bit older, it's a little bit too greasy. So I've kind of changed up my toppings, but I still don't believe Hawaiian is a pizza. Small pizza restaurants typically can't pass on the price of pepperoni to you. It's interesting of note, one of the most expensive things on a pizza is the cheese. It's, it's gold. It's cheesy gold. It's cheesy, delicious gold. Uh, But the bigger chains like Domino's, Pizza Hut, Little Caesars, Papa John's, they're not hitting shortages yet or price increases because they're dealing with long-term contracts. But the mom and pop don't don't have that long-term contract. So the chacaroni at Papa John's uh, hasn't seen the inflation yet. I guess we're talking all inflation all the time on this segment, aren't we? Um, 
but there's a shortage. And that goes back to what? You come on. COVID-19 and pork processing plants, which seem to have been a highly contagious area. Um, and when I say pork processing, I'm kind of talking about killing the pork, bleeding it out, figuring out wow, where the pork shop's at and where's the pepperoni at. Do you believe that pepperoni has pork snout in it or pig snout? <laughs> Remember the myths? Some of them I don't even want to know or if they're true. So financial stocks outperform. I think that's probably the positive of what is happening with the Federal Reserve. They had a, a nice day of outperformance earlier in the week, and today they're having a nice day of outperformance. When you take a look at the 10-year Treasury, it's at 71 basis points. Not that long ago, we were at 60 basis points, 55, 50. So we seem to be marching a little bit higher because the Fed's changing the way they, they look at inflation. And again, one of the things that I want is a healthy stock market. And a healthy stock market, like you can't just go to the gym and work on your arms. You gotta work on the legs, your core, your stomach, your back. I don't know, your feet. I know you're saying, Rob, you have fat feet. You gotta lose some weight there. That's the idea. Um, but financials are part of a healthy stock market. I own shares of Apple. I'm stoked. I own shares of Facebook. I'm stoked. I love them hitting all-time highs. I can walk around my house like the king of, of the village. Or am I the, the village idiot? Um, but also, I want the financials to do well. To me, they're, the, they're a true sign of how healthy our economy is. If you see financials essentially working higher, hitting 52-week highs, hitting all-time highs, something's going right. They're lending money. They're doing business. Um, so when the banks underperform, I get a little bit leery. Anyhow, we have all markets higher today. The underperformers are the NASDAQ and the Russell 2000. It's nice to see the Dow up 1% on strength of financials. And again, I just want healthy. You can't just work out your arms. And for me, like tech stocks are my arms. I don't know. Does that sound ridiculous? Yes. I signed up for an account with Robinhood. Um, I wanted to be able to tell you, do I like the app or not? And ultimately, it's okay. My big question is, what's it going to look like and what's it going to feel like? Will it be less than okay when lack of research gets me into trouble? Robinhood was an outlaw. Sherwood Forest was his playground where he was oftentimes seeing pictures of himself as wanted for being an outlaw. Um, if you search for stories on Robinhood investors, you get 13,000 plus hits right now. There's a lot of criticism. Is Robinhood the app an outlaw or is it a savior? Is it taken from the rich to give to the poor or is it just making the rich richer? Um, it took about 10 minutes to sign up quickly. It took about 45 minutes if you read everything you signed. How much you want to bet most people sign up quickly? I read every single word. Um, but I know most people skim that kind of stuff. You set up a brokerage account. If you've ever done it before, like with a TD Ameritrade, a Vanguard, a Fidelity, um, you punch in your personal info. Sometimes you put a bank transfer wire account there. Uh, just to make sure that you're not a money launderer. 
it's interesting to note, many, 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 many years ago, when I was an investment advisor as an RIA firm, one of the things that really hurt our business was, um, one of the things that really hurt our business was heavily tied towards um, the Patriot Act. It didn't hurt our business, but after 9-11, we had a Republican president and he wanted to get more information to make sure that terrorists weren't laundering money. I don't know if you remember, there were sleeper cells in America that got on planes. Maybe they were activated. Maybe they had money transferred to them. Maybe I'm confusing history with an episode of Homeland. But that's the thought, is that we wanted to be able to monitor. I don't know. Did we give up some sort of freedom there? So Robin Hood's fine. Uh, it does take 45 minutes to set up properly, 10 minutes to set up quickly. There's a lot of things that you just don't know um, when you want to buy. There's a lot of stuff that happens at the beginning of the app. So you can trade stocks, you can trade cryptocurrencies, you can do ETFs, you can do options. Um, it's not the most intuitive app. And I'll give you an example of, um, you can do online gambling on horse racing. And you can do online fan duel kind of stuff with fantasy sports where you're kind of going up against each other. I don't know how to explain fantasy sports on an app, but some of those apps are way better and way more intuitive than others. And it's real money. So you could say, well, I want to bet a dollar for a horse to show. That's for second or third. And you hit the order button and you're like, oh, I just bet a dollar for it to win. Much lower odds of that happening. So knowing what stocks to buy and which ones not to buy, which is just as important as knowing which ones to buy, um, is not something that Robinhood can help you with. There's not a lot of research there. So the big question for me is when the market goes down, how will Robinhood fare and how will the reviews fare? I'm just throwing it out there. I, I, I got on the app, it's clean, it's fine. And it, I felt there's a lack of information. But again, they're not telling you there's a lot of information there either. Take a look at the market. Fed Chairman Powell has outlined a new policy framework for an average inflation target, which has caused the Treasury curve to steepen. And financial stocks are outperforming. Growth stocks are taking a bit of a breather. Um, but again, they've had an amazing run. For the record, one of the things I pulled up recently was a stock list of mine that I've had for 25 years. Um, and what was interesting is how many of these names have gone away. Um, some of them are still there, like Microsoft. But there's a company called Quidal, which I never knew why I owned it. And I still don't know why I used to follow it, but I used to follow it. Um, a lot of software companies have completely gone away. Worthy of note. So some of your lists, things that you believe in, will change over time. You will add and drop to that list. But if you run across an old list, you will giggle at some of your bad ideas from the past. Uh, one of the ones that I had was GE on my list of 25 stocks you could own forever 25 years ago. 
They don't work out like that. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Some pretty interesting stories out there today. Abbott Labs has a test that can be done in 15 minutes. It has to be provided by a healthcare provider. It's looking like the end-all, be-all, and all that bucket of chicken of testing. It seems to me like we might be able to get back to flying with a plane free of COVID passengers. We might be able to get back to getting our kids to school with a school of COVID-free kids. It's still early, but that's a breakthrough. That's nice to see, and it's a big company. Um, No disrespect to Moderna and some of the other companies trying to develop vaccines or treatments and or, in this case, testing. Some of the testing I'm hearing horror stories about. Very expensive. (laughs) I mean, you've, you've seen the horror stories in California, right? $150, $250 a test, and then we find out a lot of them were just bogus and didn't work. Ooh. So Abbott Lab stocks jumps after FDA approves its 15-minute $5 coronavirus test, and that's causing airlines to roar. I'm not saying this is, hey, I'm not going happy days. Oh, here again, go make out with your waiter and bartender today. It's like, I'm not saying that. But it's kind of nice to see as far as we're not talking about 180,000 deaths. Novavax reportedly targets December for their vaccine application, which would be, again, a nice compliment to testing. Testing, vaccine treatments, one of the very first ones in the treatments, um, remdesivir, right? And we learned that if we give it to people soon enough, Rimsdevere could save lives. And that's good, because now we can do a quick test and say, oh, here, take some Rimsdevere. It's an antiviral medication. Again, I'm talking as if I knew something about science. I know nothing about science. What I'm trying to show you is what Wall Street sees in the science. Rimsdevere is sold in the brand name Vecluri the broad-spectrum antiviral medication, which I, I, I would say if we're happy or pleased, one of the nice things about COVID is we've learned a lot of people don't actually have to go to work to work. We've learned that. And what we've also learned is we're probably pulling a lot of science forward. Not the worst thing in the world, in my opinion. The Lakers and Clippers voted to cancel the season last night after an ugly meeting um, with owners. They're, the players are protesting the police shooting of Jacob Blake. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks started this movement, I believe, by walking off the court right before a game started, and they're in the playoffs. Uh, the players say it wasn't really a vote to quit the season. They were saying it's polling. LeBron James was asked for owners to take action. Again, I bring up basketball not because there's a big financial angle on it. Nike would say, what do you mean there's not a big financial angle on it? I bring up basketball in large part because it's part of getting back. Um, And right now, the police shootings in Wisconsin, and I don't want to make a political statement because I'm just not that eloquent. Nothing seems right. Nothing seems right is my way of saying that. 
So more polling is going to happen, but we should learn a little bit more drama about the NBA as the afternoon goes on. Retailers are betting on a longer back-to-school season as parents postpone purchases. So I've already bought the computers. I've already bought the notebooks, the printers, the printer paper, the, all the supplies that go with getting kids back to school. During the spring, summer, we kind of patched it together. This year, we're like, you get your own notebook. Well, I thought it was going to be 14 or 15 before I got a notebook. Nope, you can have it now. So that's already been bought. Now, the question is, if we start doing getting back to school, will mom go out and buy the clothes? Because back to school used to be clothes, right? Every year, I'd get a new pair of shoes, new pair of jeans. Um, I was stoked. This year, the kids didn't get any of that stuff. They got computers and gadgets. 61% of U.S. elementary and high school students will start the school year with virtual-only learning. So it begs the question of what happens when we do go back. It'll be a positive for Walmart, Target, Kohl's, the Children's Place, other places that are saying, we got backpacks, we have uniforms, we can get you set up. School supplies will be needed. Um, The average spending is about $790 per year per family. Uh, When you're buying a notebook, uh, (laughs) it's going to be a little bit higher this year. I don't know if you're with me or against me. Fed Chairman Powell has unveiled efforts to target moderately higher inflation. I thought it would have a bigger play on the market. It's not having a big play on the market. Powell acknowledged painful lessons of runaway inflation in the 1970s, but warned that the persistence of low inflation of the last eight years risks new economic difficulties. Um, inflation's kind of a tricky game, too. Yesterday I talked about it on there about how Inflation bothers me. Like, it scares me. When I first got into money, when I was 18 years old, when I first got into investing, one of the things I said to myself was, I want to retire before I'm 62, before I'm 65. I want to retire in my 30s. And I came up with a formula for age 35 that I would need a million dollars to retire at age 35. But then inflation's probably changed that because a million dollars would pay me about 4%. But with low interest rates, I can't get that guaranteed 4% anymore. Uh, and nothing's guaranteed in the first place, right? So then I'm like, okay, if I'm going to live off 40000 maybe I have to bump that number up to $1.2 million. Fine. Okay. So it, it, the cost inflated on me. But then you get a spouse and you make significantly more money than she does or she makes significantly more money than you do. And you're, you're starting to change your math. Oh, two people. Okay. I was the high earner. Now I've got a low earner with me. So instead of 1.2 million, I probably need 2.4. And you're like, I got a kid. Kids cost a lot of money from zero to 17. So I'm not going to be able to save as much. But then college costs. I'm like, oh, 2.4, 4.9. So that was my number and how it has changed with inflation. It's higher now. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. 